Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to make beef business your business because we're in business with the best in the beef business. I'm talking about Hassle Cattle Company and that damn good Wagyu beef, the blue collar beef. The beef that's available to our DNVR members at the DNVR bar on York and Colfax. Anytime you order one of our fine burgers on that revamped menu, just know it's that delicious Wagyu coming your way. And we've got more for you. With regards to Wagyu, just use code DNVR10 at checkout. You'll save 10% every single time that you order from Hassle Cattle Company. Order for yourself. Order for your fam. Get the friends together. Put in a group beef order. There's no excuse not to get the best beef up in your house. Make it your business. Check out Hassle Cattle Company. Use code DNVR10 to save 10%. Outro already. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Hey, great Show. We did it. <laughs> we arrived. What is up, everybody, and welcome to day one of the preseason. I guess this is day two. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what are, we, are we officially? So this is not off. Is this off season? Preseason. This is preseason. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it goes. Uh, the cycle of the NBA is off season. Yep. Preseason. Yep. On season. On season. Postseason. Postseason. Then back to off season. It's a cycle. And we're, which one are we We're preseason. It's a very short season. It's a very short one. Uh, Very excited for you guys today because it's the first day of training camp. And we've got the handsome. Oh, look at the energy. We got the handsome one out in San Diego, Harrison Wynn, who will be joining us a little bit later in the show to share with us what he learned at training camp. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, the Nuggets, people don't know this as media. Most of your time when you're at a practice or game or whatever is just standing around. Mm -hmm. And so the latest from Harrison was that, you know, they hadn't quite done the media availability yet. So there's a chance we don't have an update from Harrison today. Is there a chance that Harrison's handsome level coalesces with the handsome level of San Diego so much that we never see him Oh, totally. Oh, totally. San Diego does feel like a peak Harrison spot. Dude, it's like, uh, it feels like a, like a handsome epicenter. You know what yours is? Where? Boston, Fort Collins. Oh, <laughs> it's you like, son of like, a bitch! I, 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 you are now synonymous to me with Fort Collins. That's a, that's no, unfortunate, right. huh? Well, I don't know. I, I just uh, I I noticed that you, I was at a high level talking about San Diego, <laughs> and then you ramped it down <laughs> to talk about me. So I, I like I, Fort Collins. Oh, I think okay. Fort Collins is oh, great. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like I'm a Fort Collins seven. we're already off the rails uh we're presented by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app download use promo code dmvr when you sign up watch our bet show make your bets make some money have a good time it's so much fun football season i'm telling you i I prefer betting on football is just too much fun actually i take it back i don't enjoy football that much until i put the money on it then i'm like oh yeah Yeah. let's go that is the secret sauce of any like any sporting event you're watching you can find yourself immediately emotionally invested if you actually are financially invested. It turns oh. out those are the same things. <laughs> that is so true. Do you realize you're on ads duty today? No! <laughs> I didn't realize that at all. You're on ads duty. So I don't even know. Okay. Prepare yourself. We do have a fun show for you today, though. Um, we're going to talk about a really cool story from Altitude Radio today, an interview with Jamal Murray. He told a really cool story about Yoke. We're going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about the main story is going to be Michael Porter, who now has this ability to raise... The amount of money he makes. Extra $35 million. If he just makes an all-NBA team. Okay, not very likely, but we're going to talk about how likely is it. And, I think and that's also true for me. What's that? You could make an extra $35 million if, if you were. If I were just only to be an all-NBA player. If you made all-NBA this year, I bet you would get that. I just, Please, I'm not counting on it. Into my contract somehow? What would be the equivalent of your all-NBA? Winning, uh, winning at a prestigious art award for a graphic you made? <laughs> 
the Nuggets post game graphic won an award. If I made all art, all first team art, all art, <laughs> you did it. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to go to training camp. But first, our top story, guys. It's it's a bit of a a bittersweet one. We talked about this last week. The possibility that Jokic would not participate in training camp or would have to leave early. Turns out he just never went. One guy not excited to go to San Diego. He is, of course, uh, expecting, or I should say his wife is expecting a child. He is expecting to become a father this week. So uh, I don't know if I, I should take it back. I don't know if it's this week. It's just any moment. Like the, the, Sure, sure, I'm sure. guessing any moment. I think we understand. Okay. I just I didn't want it like to report. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get the ab- hoops hype says Adam Jokic to have baby on Tuesday. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, we there's a certain gravity between or there's a gravity difference between when you and I say something. Well, yeah, that's no true. one's like, oh, is that? Well, you want to know what's what's terrible. Nobody called me out for it. Thank you, everybody watching. Nobody called me out. When I went on the Zach Lowe pod, I said he had a baby. Oh, and then no. but it's one of those things like as, as soon as I said, it, I'm like, or is going to have I don't know. You know, so I, I jumped the gun on that one a little bit. So that's why I just want to be a little bit careful. But um, so he's going to miss the whole topic. People want to know, um, Adam, how are babies? Yeah, made? How are, so how since are you're talking made? about it, why not? Wow. This is uh... <laughs> just, just clear. Before you say this, are you reporting? this? <laughs> I'm not reporting this, guys. OK, I'm not. There are many ways. Sometimes um, <laughs> that's the top story today. He, this is when you're only you're here. You're just so distracting. I don't care. Usually, like Harrison vote, they keep me on, tr- and now you're just over here. Uh, listen, uh, I'm the wild card, bro. You are the wild card. Like, a lot uh, of wild card going on. Me. I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, for a long time, you're also here yeah, for that. So it's true. real double whammy. Um. No, but the question is, Eric, in, in all sincerity, like, of course he's gonna miss. He's having a child. Like, this is not a like he shouldn't be there. But you know, there is no facsimile for Yoke. He's one of one. And he's especially one on one on a team that doesn't feature a center. I mean, Peter Cordelee, but they're in dark black, neither of which have anything remotely resembling Nikola Jokic's skill set. And so much we talked about. Holy hell, the bar's got to be loud down here tonight. What's going on? Uh, Hosier's downstairs. In fact, Ali, would you get a second to check? Will you be like, yo, what the, what the hell, man? We don't need this at, at a level you, 11. Dude, how distractible are you today? Very distractible. Are you kidding me? I, we're talking about how babies are made. You yeah, to, he's very distracted. Hosier plays downstairs. I'm excited. I'm actually just excited because I can't wait to get all the inside scoops from Harrison on training camp today. But, you know, we talked about. Aaron Gordon, how valuable would it be to get an actual right. training camp? Because now you get to learn to do this. I don't know what you work on as a team other than like discipline, hard work, whatever. I don't know what you work on when you don't have Jokic. Do you feel like this is a negative in any way? I mean, it's a negative in that it's always good to just get more and more synergy, more and more people working together. But also, like, I feel like if you do your job as a basketball player, like the ball will make it to you. And, and it's not, you don't necessarily have to train yoke to get you the ball in the right place. Like you need to, tra- you need to train yourself to be able to finish in the places that Jokic is going to get the ball to you. Right. So kind of, what do you mean? Kind well, of, let me, like let me put it thing. this way. So we just did, you know, our Phoenix thing. Imagine if we were like, Eric's not going to advise though, but don't worry. You'll, once he does get here, well, they'll know. But in that same analogy, it's like, okay, so you guys work on making the best show possible. And then, oh, and then when you when arrive, Eric comes add, back, like it'll then it'll all, the, yeah, the I mean, image. It's, it's obviously okay. not optimal, but it's not something that I think that you need to like Jokic doesn't need to be taught how to play with anybody. <laughs> that part is actually, this is a great point. This you is, this I mean? is like, very true. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, all right, Aaron Gordon, we're going to want you to post up in the corner more often and, and work on your cutting. And more than anything, what the Nuggets need, like they don't need to find more synergy between their starting units. Like it's their bench. Right. And like their bench can work together in a very real way over this training camp. So I don't know. I mean, it's, it's sort of like this thing where every offseason for the NFL, it's like Brett Favre doesn't want to go to training camp and people try to make a big deal. He, he shows up for like a minute. It's a whole, and then they just go out and they win 13 games or whatever. Right. So right. It's just, we're sort of where we, where are we again? Preseason. Yeah. We're in the preseason. Okay. So this is just sort of like a preseason topic. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I guess we're going to butt heads on this oh, one, but I actually, terrible podcast I, <laughs> this well, I actually do think it's a little bit of a, I'm not going to say it's a big deal, but it is a little bit of a bummer. Like if you could draw up, how would training camp go? It'd be like, Jokic is there. <laughs> like, that's, sorry. It's just, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Um, so I do feel like there's probably a little bit um, that doesn't, you know, th- that you don't get there. Also, one of the things we talked about this year was, okay, Jamal Murray's gone. Yeah. 
I mean, he'll be there, but he's not on the court. So that's one leadership voice that's out. You take Jokic out again. It's like, okay, that's two leadership voices. In fact, your top two guys yeah. that are out. So what is the leadership dynamic? What is the chemistry dynamic? I think well, all of those things just get delayed a little. It's not a big deal. It just gets delayed a little. Well, uh, to your point here, um, I think maybe it's valuable to sort of allow the parts of the team that aren't being led or that are generally being led to sort of like find a little mm, bit of their own. It's a great point. To be able, you, just because, you yeah. know, like, Yoke, well, just because A, Jokic isn't going to be on the court all the time. Right. We've talked about him potentially resting and, and hopefully load management a little bit this season. So maybe it's sort of like time for the Nuggets. Uh, and we saw it down the stretch a little bit, but they got to figure out like who they like, what they can do, like yeah. outside of just being the teammates of Jokic. <laughs> That's true. Jokic and the supporting cast. It does make you wonder, you know, Michael Porter is obviously a fantastic player. You look at training camp and I go, he's the best player at training camp. Michael Porter. Who's the best player at training camp? Yeah, probably Michael Porter. It's, Peter Cornelly. Or Peter Cornelly. It's one of those two. They're going to fight for it. It's funny because they kind of have the same body. And one, you're like, he's a setter. He's not that mobile. And one, you're like, yeah, he's just a shooting guard. Well, they have the same body in that one is like the platonic ideal of the male <laughs> form. so true. And the other one is like a, kind of a tall, skinny guy. How can they have the same body yet one looks like a statue and the other one's just like a tall guy? Body. That's wild. Um, no, but this is a chance for him to really shine. And we've heard this. I've heard this. Um, you know, from talking to people that you get in even last year and year before you get into some of these open runs and it's like Michael's world, you know, right. like he's, the, he's actually the guy, even sometimes yoke there and Mike's the guy. And maybe this is a training training camp for him to one establish some confidence, but also just to establish. And I think it's already established. I think the teammates already kind of want this to happen, but just kind of a like, Hey, Mike is that guy. So here's a question for you. Like you've been, you've covered the Nuggets for some time now. Yeah. What does it mean to have training camp for a team that's been together for five years? Like yeah. there's like two new pieces basically, right. there's Bones and uh, Jeff Green. So this is actually something that's been brought up on the Keeping It One Thousand Pod with George Carl. Like he's provided some insight into this. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's actually talked about this a little bit of, you know. There, you come back. You try to do something new every every year. He said he would throw out the whole playbook every single year. Of course, we watch George Cross teams; they resemble each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. And then he'd redraw the same playbook. It's really wild. No, but he but that they would try to do something fresh. But also, it's a little bit. It's not like riding a. In my opinion, basketball is not like riding a bike where it's like you took three months off, you came back, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's a little rusty, but now I got it. I think there's a lot of like the the connectedness. Mm -hmm. of basketball is a thing that every season you have to recreate. So the team building is really just like, or it's more about, or I should say training camp is really more about team building. It's but the like, team building is the detail. I mean, basketball yeah. is, especially at this level where these guys yeah. are all freaking great in an empty gym. It's so much about the details and limiting mistakes. And those mistakes are often mistakes of communication or right. of, of their comp. They're, they're about connectedness. So to me, that is, is probably what what you're doing here is these defense defensive principles that we've gone over. We've got to remember the timing and the detail, the tiny details. Now we have to reestablish that the plays right. and how we're going to do this. So to me, it is a lot, but I, I do half agree with you that okay. yoke. Well, I do wish that <laughs> we're on our way, baby <laughs> on our way. I do wish that Aaron Gordon had a solid week to this week. Yeah. Of just like work with Jokic and like do this and that. I do think it would have been an enormous amount of reps that they probably just won't you don't get five days in a row like this again at any point in the season so right. it would have been nice but that being said yoke does have a way of fitting in with everyone and everyone fitting in with yoke i so. know they're like uh so what i'm looking for is you to deliver the ball exactly where i need right when i need it oh you did okay cool well i guess we're well i guess we're all set what are the comments i mean i'm curious what people think if they if they feel this is a well i've seen one comment here nicholas purdue thinks i'm actually a foco five <laughs> hey, but I've seen some of your photos in your prime. You were you were easily a seven. I mean, you were oh in your prime, in your prime. Oh, that's right. I I still have an inflated uh, image of self from back then. From back then, that's so true. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like they should spend. They should just go and spend a week at Disney for team bonding. I don't know if they ever want to go back to Disney. Then they right, they won't. It seems like a PTSD would immediately kick in. They'd get enough, or either that, or they'd be incredible. Do you think Yoke will t now that he's going to be a father? Will that child ever go to Disney World? I never went to Disney World. Oh yeah, but did you not go to Disney World because your parents were essentially imprisoned there? <laughs> That's not why we didn't <laughs> no, go. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If those two. Those yeah, two so. share any uh, parallels. Uh God. 
Would you? I, maybe Disneyland, but maybe avoid Disneyland's the, the lame one, though. I know, but it's, it's the, the one you weren't imprisoned one. in. I feel like I can usually separate <laughs> separate these types of things. Can you? You're yeah. able to uh, not. I'll be... tell you a quick story, and I'm not going to give any of the details. Oh, once, I once went to, I once spent time in jail in New Orleans. Sure. I went, sure. Guess what? You Long cannot Orleans, give all the not details. The rest of the Are you kidding me? That's not I how that works. I was temporarily imprisoned. You can't just say that and then not go in detail. So, hold on. But you so know what? I, I went have, back, had a great time. You have no, but did you go back to the prison? I didn't go back. That's what I but but Yoke is not going to go back to prison. He's not going to go back to the like to the bubble. To the grandest, you know? <laughs> the grandest, you know? He's not going to be there. He uh, might spend time in the yacht club. Right? He might be in the yacht club. Okay, he's he's right. elevated. Uh, we've got people saying, Jokic's baby's going to come out three feet tall. It's true, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> and it's going to be like an incredible, not athlete, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's going to be so coordinated. Yeah, what is what is He's a skill elite? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're usually the one that's good at coming up with names, too. That was a really bad uh, attempt at a nickname. Well, I wasn't a Nick. I'm just trying. Like he's not. Like he doesn't possess athletic capability. He he possesses supreme skill. So I don't know what you call. Like like is what's somebody that can bowl well? Is that an athlete? Yeah, that is a good question. I feel like this is what I've always said about golf. Anyway, we're getting too far afield. I've always said like golf. Like what a tremendous athlete. No, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. Skill. Um, I just came over. Allie, Allie, let's move on to Jamal Murray. Had a great story. He's on altitude. I highly encourage everybody to go find the interview with Jamal Murray and Vic Lombardi. Vic, of course, our uh, Vic are our, big, our homie big, man, big friend home. of the show, but also the OG. Great interviewer. He had Jamal Murray on, and he told a bunch of great stories. But one I'll play as a teaser for that. One I'll play here, which I think I've never heard before, and it's a great one. Go ahead and roll that one. So we're playing Utah at home, like first game, one of the first few games of the season. And um, Joker, he's got 47 right at this point, mm-hmm. right, against Gobert. And I remember that. Yo catches this close game too. Yo catches the ball on the block, and they're trying to like send like half help, like on like trust on a double team, right? And uh, Gobert goes, uh, "No, I got him! I got him! I got him!" So Yoke has the ball. He goes, brother, I have 47. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, you're a savage, bro. <laughs> oh, that is so good. So I was like, guys, like, they're, they're pride. They want to guard one-on-one. But you, he has for like, how much do you want him to, like, what do you want him to do? What else do you want him to do? In so, the nicest way possible. <laughs> brother, I got 47. You're like, brother, I have 47. <laughs> I love that one, man. Yoke, the, and I don't even. Talk, does it yes it okay does. It does. <laughs> that's like smiling in your face you slowly yeah, put yeah. a knife in the back that's so beautiful because it's not bombastic like standard trash talk where you're yeah. like oh oh you right, come get yeah, some yeah. of this oh, you're just totally, like yeah. oh, dude what are you talking about like yeah, i yeah. systematically ended your career yeah like, yeah and i love that especially idea, like, when somebody's like don't help me guys i've got this he's like listen he's like, you do you not have, have someone help you yeah you should <laughs> Yeah, that was a good idea Don't when you guys were doing this. wave them off. Like, I hate to be in your huddle right now, but you need help, man. He, he was absolutely in his bag in that game. And I re- even remember the confidence and swagger he had. Because you remember that game was they took Gobert off him. They're like, you cook Gobert so many times that we're going to try. Was it Boyan? That, that they're the, like, that was the day game. It was like a day game. It was a day game. I don't remember that detail. I do. I do. Because uh, we absolutely cooked the Utah Jazz. I was, uh, that was, I believe, the foundation of the Smuggets. <laughs> I do Might believe that that was the damn day. it. I do that, that was the day where I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know that there's anything we can do or say that's going to knock this train off the rails. And it turns out there was we something. talked about it, and then we <laughs> injured Jamal Murray. Yeah, almost we directly. did. Really, really, what a bummer. You know what? I another game you just again. I don't want to say you forgot. It's just that you go back. I was going back and watching the highlights of all the playoff games just to kind of refresh the memory and this or that. Game six of that Portland series. Michael Porter was really great, awesome. There was a good game. Denver kind of down. Jokic took over that game in a total like, no, guys, this is over. And it was the three he hit in Nurkic's eye where Nurkic actually well contested him five feet behind the line and it didn't matter. Like, it was one of the – you even see it on Nurkic's face, a like sort of resignation of like, this is embarrassing. I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. Yoke was incredible in that game. Dude, all I remember from that series, well, I remember remember a lot, but like the one – through line that I really re- remember was we were talking about how like Nurkic had a good showing, I think in the second or third game. And it, we were talking about like, you know, this is really going to come down to 
Nurkic and how he can match up against Jokic. And I was just like, that's the best news I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that's the greatest thing. <laughs> Let's go ahead and book the second round if that's the case. And you were lo right. and behold, like, all he did with end was just like, absolutely end uh, all doubt. <laughs> It definitely ended all doubt. Uh, let's hit our first break. On the other oh, side, we God. are. Yeah, no, get yourself ready. On the other side, uh, we're going to talk about Michael Porter, who now has this extension that could become an even more massive extension should he hit All NBA this year. Not likely, but we'll talk about what it'll take and who he's competing with. You know what else we'll talk about? What will we talk about? Hassle cattle, Adam. We're going to talk about hassle cattle and marbling. I don't think this is right. Are you right? Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know if I'm right at all. <laughs> you tell me. What he just chose his favorite ad read to Yeah, do. yeah. That's a pre. You see how it says pre-roll? Uh, if you actually go to the bottom, you see the tab and it says nuggets a lot easier. This is a thing I actually made for Adam made too. like an, an insanely complicated. It's so simple. I simplified <laughs> that sheet. I, I did the work to simplify it. Does it not... It's say Tuesday, mid-roll. So Adam made a really complicated... So anyway, uh, so it's Tuesday, pre-roll. You already got through that. Okay, mid-roll. mid-roll. Breck? Yep, there Let's we go. go. <laughs> Let's freaking go. Uh, we're gonna, you know what? Uh, we talk about two things here on the VR <laughs> podcast. We talk about Hassle Cattle. Harrison, come back. Breckenridge <laughs> Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery, almost synonymous with DNVR, if you think about it. Like, we could change our name to Breckenridge Brewery, or you they could change their name to DNVR. No one would even notice. Adam's leaving. Wow. Uh, what else is going on online these days, guys? <laughs> so, um, and we're specifically, we're talking about the Mile High City Copper Lager. Uh, you'll recognize it. It's the one with the beautiful blue can emblazoned with the Nuggets logo. We like to drink it all the time. Oh, Adam's got one right here. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> so, um, this is the Eric show. So, remember, now. supporting our, our partners, uh, supporting us, uh, you know that we love Breck beers, we love their Celsi, and what we love even more the fact that this summer, Breckridge Brewery is teaming up with National Parks Conservation Association. The tragic fires in Colorado were absolutely devastating, so, Breck is donating 1% of all of their profits this summer to the National Parks Conservation Association. It's just great. Yeah, this is great. Like it just makes you feel good and drunk. It does. <laughs> so true. It does make you feel good and drunk. Uh, so check out Breck. There are there are people, as you know, you hear about them all the time because we love them so much and they love us. Um, so what else? What else is next? I thought Adam? you said they are people. <laughs> they are people. They they are people. They brew beer and we appreciate all of that. Speaking about, about this, made me want a nice, cool avalanche amber ale. Did it? Yeah. Did it? Uh, well. What happens next when we talk about ball? ball. (laughs) Makes me want some balls. (laughs) Uh, So ball. um, So ball has been practicing diversity and inclusion for for years, while many other major companies talked about it. Especially this one. Jason here saying in D-Line's mind, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> well, hold, first off, I wasn't prepped for this. I, just shut up. I don't understand why if Adam is hosting, that means he's not doing the ad. So I'm clearly not here for my... We're almost even done with the ad music, so do you oh, right, right, hurry right, up? Right, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so... Uh, Talk about Ball. They've been a great partner yeah, of ours. Ball's been they, a great partner. They sponsor uh, the where the Nuggets play. That's true. Ball Arena. Yeah. They're an aerospace engineering company. They also make aluminum cans. They make a totally sustainable form of uh, beverage yeah. packaging. This exact package could last longer than humans themselves. Longer than humans themselves. <laughs> but the point is, is that like almost all of the aluminum that gets used for these cans gets recycled. So Ball is not just looking to make the earth a better place. It's looking to make their workplace a better place. Diversity Top rated, man. as I yep. was mentioning. Top rated. They are hiring for uh, positions at their golden plant. You can text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Dude. You did it, man. Thanks, man. You did it. That was <laughs> so great. That was really rough. Um, <laughs> it's so nice to be supported, not only in life, but uh, but actually on these shows. People, that made people miss online with D-Line, specifically. It's going to so. come. It, it's not gone. We have a new green screen. Uh, no, I mean, a new portal into the internet. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let them see behind the curtain. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Michael Porter, if you guys didn't hear, he signed a max extension before training camp, just as we had all predicted. Um, maybe a little closer to trading camp than we predicted, but lo and behold, he is locked up five years. We talked about this yesterday. Five years, no player option, and this is the big thing. There's no player option, and why that is important is that Denver, 
in the NBA nowadays, if you get a four-year extension, that really means it's only three years because in you're going into your fourth year, teams look around and they're like, hey, man, are you, uh, you going to stay or are you going to go? And if they don't answer or if they say no, you get traded, right? Nobody wants to lose a star talent for the, nothing. The, the other thing about a player option is that it means that they will opt. They out. will opt out. Yeah, one hundred percent. Unless something terrible happens to them, like they're injured right. and out for a year, and then they pick it up, and you're like, "Well, we don't so have is him there a available." Team option, or is it just no? Straight? There's a straight nothing, which is fine. Like, look, a team option would have been would have been even better from right, from the Nuggets' perspective, but I don't think that's realistic. I think you were looking at at just getting the no player option. So Denver has him for five more years after this. That's six year, more years of Michael Porter. Now, that last year, Six. yeah, well, that last year now, okay, that's the year where you ask him, like, hey, man, yeah. you thinking about re-upping? Or, yeah. So now we're talking five years, but that's the difference between had they only had they had that player option, you really were talking about four years. So um, I do think it's a, it's a really meaningful detail, but here's the, here's the math on it. It is $172 million. It was reported as 207 of course, but it's really $172 million unless... Michael Porter can earn all NBA this season on his rookie scale contract, and then he's eligible for a higher max contract. That's a gap of $35 million. Nope, more than that. $35 million. Yeah, $35 million. That's a gap of $35 million. So that $35 million, if he makes all NBA, one would probably end up costing the Cronkies and by extension the Nuggets salary cap a, a decent chunk of change. Yep. You'd have Yoke on a super max, you'd have Jamal Murray on a max, and then Michael Porter on a, a larger you know, than regular max. Yep. That's a lot of money and that elevates it. And I don't have the exact numbers, but it does look like the salary cap implications for this for the Cronkies are north of twenty two mil excuse me, twenty two million dollars. Having an ambulance chamber over here, so twenty north of twenty two million dollars. So when we talk about him hitting this number, like we're yeah. all rooting for it because that would how awesome would it be if he's that? Might actually make the Nuggets more financially strapped going forward should it happen. Well, yes, because the the, the luxury tax is a multiplier. Yes. Right? So yeah, it's a multiplier. If he if he actually becomes All NBA this year, then that thirty five million becomes then whatever that triggers into the tax. Right. Like the next year, the next year, the next year, the repeater. So do we have to root against MPJ? Like, this is the weird thing. This is why like the money part of, of sports it gets so weird because then, again, it's not our money. So what should we really care? We should just be rooting for him to be first team All-NBA and then be like, Kroenke, sorry, you just got to do it. But we, how know, we know how the world works and maybe you are weirdly rooting for him to be snubbed. Like he should get it, but he didn't get it. That's like perfect. Like you get a vote, and you're like, uh. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> rooting against it for your own dumb interest? Oh my god! Um, all right, but let's look at this. So right before we go into that logistics of this, Eric, if I just said, hey, is, do you think he's going to be All NBA next year? First team, second team, third team? Does it feel like it's somewhat likely? Like super long shot, impossible. So before we go in through this, so. What I have to do is I have to look to MPJ's greatest detractors. Okay. Because we are all members of MPJ's greatest uh, support group. And so we have an inflated view of him. Totally. The people who have the, the, the worst view of MPJ all live in Phoenix. <laughs> and they came, they like, because MPJ to them represents the same rivalry that Jokic and Embiid have. Because of Aiton and MPJ being part of the same draft. Really? I didn't ESPN know this. I don't think of that. did the redraft. Where oh, they, and they yeah. put MPJ one spot above Aiton. Wow. And those guys were goddamn pissed off. <laughs> and I, I heard their view of him in that they think he's a very flawed player. And they believe that his health problems should... I, the thing I love about that one is like maybe, but also like I'm you just, don't know, we don't know. Exactly. I'm just saying like, so what we're talking about here is getting out of the Nuggets hive and what is the perception of MPJ league wide? Obviously, like that's not the greater view of him everywhere, but that is an outsider's point of view at, from just sort of a fan base. Right. Um, and this is not an exact science. Like, you need to be voted into these positions. So, like, I don't know that people around the league... Like, MPJ is starting with a leg down on this competition. Like, people are not looking at him as an up-and-comer, somebody that is going to be breaking into the ranks of the all-NBA team. So, he needs to really, really, really impress to be, to be able to leapfrog a lot of these, like, mainstays that are ensconced into this conversation all the time like the paul george's right like the Kawhi leonard's like the, and he's injured right but we'll there's just people yeah. yeah there's just 
there are just people that exist that are very difficult to move off their spot. Sure, sure. So in your mind right now, you are not at all anticipating it. No, I'm not. I do anticipate that his play will be to the level where we feel as though he In the is, conversation. We feel like he should be part of it, but it's okay. like, I don't know that it's possible so just the, given the fact that the NBA is already has like its royalty. So if you put this in tiers, there'd be all NBA. Yep. Then there'd be guys that were in the conversation. Yep. And then there's guys that should have been in the conversation. Yes. And he's in that category. So he's Maybe. probably not in the conversation, but a so guy where, where that should have been. Where was he last year in your mind? He was uh, so far down the line. So he was down. just looking. Or, right. Yeah, I mean. Like not, not part of the conversation. Not even really not looking to be part of the conversation. Correct. So, I mean, what is nobody, that? Nobody on earth came close to vote. Like, he didn't get a single vote last year for all NBA. No, so. no. So like, what is that? Like what, what kind of improvement was there a stretch during the season last year that you could say, like, if he can replicate that. Oh, March. Yeah. The end for sure. At the very, like yeah. before last the six playoffs, weeks. Yeah. before the playoffs. Right. Correct. Yeah. So if he can like replicate that for the entire year, you think that he would be. And to me, that's where he's in the conversation, but doesn't win it. Not, should be in the conversation, but actually in the conversation. Um, and let's go through it. So here's where I wanted to go. Let's let's talk about last year. Okay, so Giannis, the, from the forward spots, Giannis and Kawhi. Giannis is a lock, unless he gets hurt. Giannis is a lock. Dude, Giannis is a lock if he gets hurt. <laughs> like, like if, yeah, he plays like 60 games. He but might people still be wouldn't a, even notice. They're like, okay, Giannis, LeBron, yeah. let's move on. Giannis is an absolute lock unless he gets hurt. Kawhi is almost a, is a lock to, to not be in because he's hurt this year and will yep. miss either all of the year or enough of it that it won't matter. So that's there's six spots basically for the forwards. I know they do it a little bit weird nowadays, yep. but whatever. Let's just still do it by forwards. So Giannis is a lock. Kawhi is a lock to not be in. LeBron, the second team, LeBron James, another lock unless he gets hurt. I just don't see a world in which LeBron does not make first, second, or third team All-NBA. He I just... was so unimpressive at the end of that last season. Okay. But you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, this is, again, this is not this is not actual science. You're talking about the opinions of the people that are voting. I also think that he will deserve it this year. It's I mean, possible. he's really good. He might. This is the first year he's not the the number one player, right? NBA For rank sure. had him third, and it's like, yeah, he is. Like, I'm sorry. He's not the number one anymore. Yep. This is the first year. But I don't think that's going to fall so far to where you're like, maybe he's not better than Brandon Ingram. It's like, possible. I, although we, we are like, I mean, we're, we're entering a time in LeBron James's life and career where like, his body is not as infallible as it used to be. So. Okay. Let's put injuries to the side because well, injuries yeah. could happen to anyone equally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, you're but, right. That there will be another injury to one of these top players. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying like. It well, we be can't factor it in to be no, this no, guy. No, no, no. But the, the idea. This is like, should he be close enough to where he could be in the conversation and make that leap? Right. Probably right. come through injury. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So Giannis and LeBron to me are locks. Yep. Are they locks to you? Yes. Uh, Kawhi's a lock to be out. Julius Randle was the guy. Like, if we were talking about. Michael Porter being it, he has to be this year's Julius Randle. Where nobody was predicting Julius Randle would be All NBA last year, and he rose to those ranks. Albeit the circumstances were different, he was on a bad team that kind of overachieved in the regular season. He gets all the credit for it, but he's one that I look at and I go, I do not think Julius Randle will be All NBA this year. I just don't think he will. Wow, you really just made me think. Like MPJ is absolutely in a position where because Jamal Murray is out. He will have the opportunity right. to showcase yep. and the ability to raise the Nuggets level to a point where he could, like, kind of flip that conversation in his favor. Right. That's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. Right. right. So you're right. He would have to be the Julius Randle. He would have to make where people are sort of counting the Nuggets out right now because of Jamal right. Murray. They'd have to be performed to a level where nobody expected, but it was undeniable. So the Nuggets, have they won, I think 54 is the most games they've won with this core. I think it's 54. Yeah. So know. if they won this year, like 55, 56, but Murray wasn't there until March, somebody could present the case of like, hey man, they actually did better than ever before with him. And so it's different than Julius Randle, where it's Julius Randle was a four, rose a team to a four seed as the best player. He, MPJ would have to raise them to the best version they've been without it, their It's other. also different because Julius Randle plays in the Eastern Conference. All-NBA doesn't matter. Oh. All-NBA is just, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it matters in that he gets yeah, to yeah. play against scrub yeah, teams yeah. more, but whatever. Um, all right, so we have two locks one lock to be out, and one that I just am pretty confident. I don't think Julius Randle will be All-NBA this year. I think he's a good player Man, that he, that had dude, his, like... He turned into a pumpkin in the playoffs. That, yes. Yes. That's, he, turned, mean, he turned into Julius Randle. Yeah, he turned All right, ready? <laughs> third, third team All-NBA, Paul George, 
Jimmy Butler. So Paul George and Jimmy Butler are here. Here are guys that I'm like, can Michael Porter have a better regular season than them? I don't expect it, but he could. Like Paul, he's really good. Paul George is really good too. I don't know if Paul George wears down if he gets tired. If the team's not doing that great. How his you know how he handles that? But Paul George is a definitively better player than Michael Porter right now. Paul George to me, as is Jimmy Butler. Those two, like Paul George, seems more the lock than Jimmy Butler. He does more. He's going to score more. Jimmy yeah. Butler's points per game isn't always that exciting or impressive. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say not locks, but so clearly ahead of MPJ right now that it would be a pretty big upset for him to pass those two guys. So I that's would say. four guys that I think are clearly ahead that were there last year. Yeah. Now let's go to the guys that didn't make it. Jason Tatum. Yeah. that That is the tier in which Michael Porter Jr. probably is not – part of yet but is like a he's right aspiring on, to be he is aspiring to be a, a, a tatum don't you know there's also this thing of like votes are always a year behind I mean, brendan what <laughs> yes always a year behind <laughs> 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 no but voters are always like one year behind on what's happening so michael porter could be great this year but in people's minds they'll still bringing this is what i mean this is what i mean like he has to like be so impressive and the nuggets have to overachieve to such a level that it makes it if there's a question he loses i will say there's a shot that i i mean i'm not the biggest tatum guy i'm a little not a tatum hater but i just think that he's like he's another one of these guys where if he was in new orleans it would be the brandon ingram effect where we heard brandon ingram's name every damn day for three years then he gets traded to new orleans and we're like oh yeah he's kind of not that great he's okay <laughs> I mean, he's good but he's not great yeah, yeah, yeah. i think tatum is a little he's better than that but he's still like that to me where i'm i'm like you tell me oh tatum's coming to town i'm like oh who else right because if it's just him like all right we're gonna smack the hell out of him <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, okay yeah. whatever yeah um, he is good i do like jason tatum is one that i i, I do believe in i don't know um but you're right okay so tatum another one zion Zion is going to Jeez. is going to be ahead of him for unless he gets hurt, which is another one. Like he had a surgery, so Yo, maybe it, he didn't have a surgery. He had like a very troubling surgery. A fractured yeah. foot is a very troubling surgery for somebody like him. That is like people talk about being injury prone because of the body composition, like the way that he's built, and that's just like his body just broke itself. Yeah. And it's done it already with his knees. Like that's terrifying for him. Yeah. So I think so for me I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and say Zion is like if healthy almost a lock to to be yeah, he, voted Zion over him. He's so really dominant. Good. He's so dominant. He's he did so look dominant. a little pudgy though, man. <laughs> I mean, it's this a little is the weird. Side, dude. This is the, this is the, the, the <laughs> he did look And the looked, vibes in New Orleans are the opposite of immaculate at the moment. Which is crazy because that's a city built on vibes. They are built on vibes. <laughs> um Kevin Durant, not all NBA last year cuz he missed too many games. But again, lock 60 games he's a lock that's so now that's a third lock zion is a near lock it's just the health i guess yep it's just the health so you have three locks and three guys that we all think four guys now that we all think are likely ahead of like almost certainly ahead of mpj okay so he'd have to really surprise chris middleton chris the coming off of an nba yeah i was just about to say coming off of uh an olympic gold medal and an nba (laughs) championship where he really single-handedly kept them in the series and won them yeah. some of those games like obviously uh you know um Giannis is Giannis but like the way that uh, Middleton showed out that entire playoffs like yeah. it was really like came down to him a lot like if the voters are in fact one year late like it's hard to imagine them not rewarding him this year right. for what he did last so I think he's another one that's ahead of MPJ clearly, yep. and and it would take a lot for him to surpass him. Like he'd have to really yep. have a great season, um, or Middleton would have a terrible one. Anthony Davis. Now here's the one that's the most frustrating to me. Uh, by all accounts, out of the late out of LA, Anthony Davis is playing center this year for the first time ever. He's going to embrace this. What I are think, you talking about? He was a first team All NBA. Well, center. this is what's so funny about it is, you know that if Yoke is and Embiid are one two for center. You know he'll be looking at this and be like, "I'm a forward guy." <laughs> like no matter what, he just wants the whatever position will get him the accolade. <laughs> but I think that the forward spot is like is most likely. I mean, they do have DeAndre Jordan and, and Dwight Howard, so they do have two centers. So I think that Anthony Davis, another guy, is just ahead of him. I mean, if he's he had a very unhealthy year last year, I think he tries to have a prove it year this year. He's just ahead of yeah, and also you crazy just here. you just are again in the minds of the of in yeah, hearts so of the true. voters. Like you're just you get an LA bump. 
just for playing in LA. You get a huge LA bump. Here's the one that I can't wait to see a reaction on. Oh boy. Camera zoom in on, on his face here. Uh, no, 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 no. Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons was an all NBA player? No, but I'm saying he's a forward and he is, in my opinion, currently, I don't know where he is actually, he might, but he's ahead of MPJ as a ranking right now. I cannot of another player whose stock has fallen so it's fast. so low he's like the en- stock is dude so he's bad. like nba enron there's a freeze on him right now on his on his thing we don't know what the value is because there's a freeze no clue like this guy i don't know like in it's crazy because i want to see the chat's reaction to the ben reaction simmons. to ben simmons has been so insane and so incendiary that it seems like he doesn't know how to play basketball in people's minds like meanwhile he's like a really great defensive player i mean he's like he just clearly is not being used right and uh how whatever happened in philadelphia like they just stole his confidence and but like he does know he has to get out of there to save himself like i think part of this with ben simmons is he knows that if he goes back to Philly, even just to save face and be cordial, that he will just be the worst version of himself. He's like, I can't oh, go back there. Like dude, every second I'm back, I get worse as a hurt. Our, our bartender Darren, famously from Philadelphia, uh, Allie as well, although she's not nearly as hardened and broken as uh, maybe Darren. <laughs> <laughs> but like when during the playoffs, he was like, oh. If we, if we, if Ben Simmons ever shows his face in Philadelphia again, we're gonna. We're gonna yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he's saying that from Colorado, like in a in a place where you actually have some perspective. The people who live daily in Philadelphia, yeah, um, no perspective, no perspective. They, They're over him. They, they wanted him out. Yeah, they, they want him out. Him. They don't want him anymore. Oh, so. To say over him is an understatement. Yeah, over him. <laughs> over him is, a, is then they're standing over him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Okay, calm uh, down. Did you see yesterday in the Peyton Manning, uh, Eli Manning? He said that he would. Eli Manning would say every time I would go to Philly, a nine-year-old would be giving me the double bird. <laughs> oh, no. That's why that picture oh, that's circulating. Why that's right. that's yeah, so amazing. A nine-year-old. Um, I Simmons is a tough because here's the thing about Simmons. Let's say he gets traded today to Minnesota. Yep. And now it's towns like for Edwards or something. Simmons would crush it there, and he would easily be would ahead of MPJ. Yeah, um, well, I, I think yeah, you're right. You're right. They, for a regular season, you'll look at the numbers, you look at some of the net rating, you look at the stuff, and you'll be like, yeah, man, that's that's tough to compete with. Um, to round out the show, I'll just give you a couple of other ones: Draymond Green, Jeremy Grant, Brandon Ingram. Some people I see putting in here like Trey Young and Luka Doncic. Those are guards. I'm just trying to do the forwards just to compare like to like. Uh, Draymond, Jeremy Ingram. I think he can pass all of those guys in terms of all NBA voting. He's a better shooter than Brandon Ingram, whose best skill is shooting. He is. Uh, I mean, he's a more, better shooter than every all but three guys. Yep, he's be- Jeremy Grant has a more well-rounded game. If MPJ can learn to use his length and athleticism the same way Jeremy Grant has on the defensive end, and not just get cooked and not get uh, targeted, um, then. I mean, he's clearly better than Jeremy Grant because offensively he's a million times better. And who's the other one? Draymond Green. And Draymond. I mean, Draymond's great, but like that 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 ship has sailed. It's it's just tough to quantify. His yeah, value. I mean, like I don't mean he sucks. So, it's just like he's not no longer. So all now that game. we've done this um, experiment, I think it's fair to say that it's not impossible that he's an All NBA player this year, but that it's so unlikely that I don't think the Cronkies are losing sleep. No, over that. they're like all. Oh, I don't know, thirty nine, five hundred million. If you become it, yeah. like, oh my goodness, guess who we just called in? Um, from live from San Diego training camp, we have Harrison Wynn, but we're not going to cut to him first. We're instead we going to cut to him. No, uh, <laughs> oh well, we did cut to him. Well, Harrison, no, that is oh, the preview. Oh, it's the preview. We have a you, pro behind there. Hey, come on, but Harrison, now. if he if he can see and hear us right now. Uh, uh, perfect. We'll just let you, Harrison, before we bring you in, get comfortable while you listen to Eric read these ads. Oh, you son of a bitch. It's so bad, Harrison. Why can't we have a Harrison? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, so let's see. Denver. Okay, the traffic log. Uh, so how did you why did you exit out? <laughs> I didn't, but I'm just cross referencing. Oh my he's trying off. to pretend like it's hard to read the sheet that I made like <laughs> so easy to read. My my four year old can read this. Well, one. first off, I'd love to see that. <laughs> uh, while on the air. All right, so uh let's see here. Um are we doing manscaped MMA copy? <laughs> my goodness, I can't. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> wow. Uh do you ever shave your balls? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Being as bloody as Nate 
a Nate Diaz fight? I'm reading this. Um, well, good news, because today's episode is sponsored by the official electric trimmer of the UFC, Manscaped, and they just relieved a fourth-generation performance package. Fellas, get your black belt in ball trimming and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code DNVR. Man, am I wildly uncomfortable. Um, the performance package 4.0 is completely uh, upgraded the male hygiene routine, including uh, you'll, or inside you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, ear, nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviser, toner, plus two free gifts, performance boxer briefs, Crushing and it, the dude. shed travel bag. Um, so go to manscape.com, use that code DNVR, you'll save 20% on all these fine products. You won't have bloody balls like uh, the Oh internet. my God. Listen, I didn't say it, I'm just reading it again. Um, Why would you read it that part I don't again? know, I, don't, I just want everyone to really hone in on that point, it's pretty important. Um, so that's Manscaped. Guys, it's been a great start to the NFL season. It's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving new customers that can't miss offer. It's the same one. Just bet $1 on any football game. Doesn't matter what you bet. You receive $100 in free bets absolutely instantly, no matter what happens. Football season's the best. They also have same-game parlays. We've been complaining about this for the longest. When are they going to get them? They're here. It's the if best way to lose. Can I say this? The best way to lose, buddy. The same game parlay. Dude. Ten times the fun. I, I'm not very good at them. Dude, at least parlays in general. You gotta parlays to are how. Daily. Yeah. To, yeah, but dude, the way to not to, to find yourself out of gambling is to focus only in on parlays. Yeah, but you know what's the most fun? It's the most winning fun. parlays. <laughs> when you fun. hit the parlay, that's like six, seven teams, and you're like, I'm a genius. <laughs> I imagine it's never actually happened. But um, you guys, DraftKings safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part, you deposit, withdraw your money whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place that $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 you know how i know you looked at the, you looked at my beautiful ad sheet <laughs> sauce meds is what you should be doing here well, i agree or, I had, or did he already have some <laughs> yeah he might have already had solace some solace meds, meds here you God guys know we have a dispensary partner, and they are, of course, Solace Meds. Four locations in Colorado. They got one right down the street, my favorite location, the one right down the street on Colfax, just east of the DNVR bar. Here's what's going on in September. A couple days left. Can America gummies, 25%. Strains tinctures, 25% off. Rocking cartridges, 25% off. Glacier concentrates, 20% off. Uh, just head into any location. Use the promo code DNVR20, and you get 20% off your order. And free Solace Bar or King Cone when you use that promo code. So check them out. They've got a cool shop, too. Also, you can go on solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E, meds.com. You purchase from there, and then you just swing by and pick it up. Just pick it up. In and out. Dude, In and out. You're too busy to go pick up your own marijuana? I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> All right, let's put in our headsets here and oh. welcome in the man with the... The sea wind in his hair. It's Harrison Wind. Breeze, Harrison, can you hear us? Can you see us? <laughs> I, I can hear you. I'm you on can't the hear him? I cannot hear him. Hold on. We're, we got to pull some buttons behind the controls here and find out why Harrison is not with us. Oh, Say, maybe it's... What are you there that? now? Can you guys Ta hear me? There you are. Now we have you, okay. Harrison. All right, well, I'm on the free hotel Wi-Fi at this Hilton, so depending on how this goes, I might have to upgrade to the $20 per day Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think we can go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead okay. and on the show approve that expense. Um, <laughs> so set the table for us. What was it like uh, out there in, in training camp? Who all was there? We know Jokic wasn't there. What was the vibe like before we get to any player interviews? So that's really where I think we have to start. I get there. I walk up to the gym where the Nuggets are holding training camp at University of California, San Diego. Beautiful gym, by the way. I, I can yeah. talk about that, too. Beautiful, sprawling gym, like five times the size of the Nuggets' current practice court. Um, <laughs> right. But, but anyway, I get there, and I'm informed that Nicole Jokic is not here. He's not with the team. He's back in Denver. He didn't take the flight with the rest of the team yesterday afternoon here to San Diego. And we all know uh, his wife is expecting soon. It seems like that uh, baby Joker is coming any day now. So 
that's really the first big storyline. Nicole Jokic not here with the team at training camp. I mean, my conspiracy is he planned it perfectly uh, so he his <laughs> wife would have the baby during the week of training camp so he wouldn't have to be out here. That's just a conspiracy. That's Dude. just me. But that's probably where we have to start. Yeah, Nicole Jokic not going to be at training camp, it sounds like. It's pretty remarkable he's been able to parlay this baby into missing the Olympics. Missing, <laughs> like, like this is the long, he's just needing to be around for the full gestation of the baby. <laughs> the babies are the excellent, uh, the, the perfect out. Um, I imagine this was a talking point though at training camp. Do you want to go player by player, person by person that you interviewed? Or do you just want to get that topic out of the way about what it means that he won't be here? Well, I, I think the biggest thing it means, and, and it kind of goes into a bit of what Michael Porter Jr. talked about, there's going to have to be some other guys that step up just, you know, from a leadership aspect, just from a playing aspect. Because one of the storylines today, other than Jokic not being here, was it was a really sloppy practice. No way. We usually practice. get this one on day like three or four. I didn't know. We got this on day right. one. Right. It was a very sloppy practice. Michael Malone made sure that we knew that today. And that that was a big takeaway because one of Malone's quotes today was, you remember how good of players Nicola and Jabal are. <laughs> I, you know what, though? Here's the thing with Malone. He is the master of pushing the buttons, right? Yeah. And I wonder if there's a little bit like, hey, Mike, Big three, I don't know. feels like we have a big two when they're not here. Uh, you know, I wonder if there's a little prodding to the others. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad practice. Well, I, I think it was probably a bad practice. That's, that, that's what most people were saying. It was sloppy. You feel like that's how a lot of first day of training camps are. But usually the head coach isn't going to come out and say that. Like you said, Adam, he'll usually wait until like day three. To say we had a really sloppy practice, but Malone got ahead of it and said it was really sloppy today. But I think there's a method to this, and I think he's trying to get something out of Michael Porter. Hmm. So you agree with me? Yeah. Okay, I, think I like he's, it. I think I think he's like, look, Nicole is not here, Jamal's not here. We want Michael Porter fresh off signing this or agreeing to this max deal. I, I think he wants Michael Porter to kind of take control. Okay, I like it. I'm with that. I think that's a good. Again, this is the thing I never question Michael Malone on. Like he's just he's too good at these things, you know. So oh, he's the, he is the motivator in that he breaks you down to build you back up, and then <laughs> once you're broken, you're so broken. And then once you're rebuilt, like you're you just couldn't feel better. I feel like Michael Malone has broken me down, but he's never rebuilt me. Yeah. He just, right. he just broke me down. <laughs> I, I mean, I can relate, obviously, here in the office. But All right. Well, take us into some of these. Uh, you know, So did you get to watch practice for a little while? What did you observe? And then tell us about who you talked to. Yeah, we didn't watch much. I saw about a couple possessions of you know a, a scrimmage, maybe like two, three possessions. That's really it. Uh, and then that was kind of the end of it. Um, what Michael Malone had to say, he pretty much walked through – well, I, I mean, the other big news of the last 24 hours, Michael Porter getting the extension. So apparently that broke yesterday right as the team was taken off on their flight here to San Diego. So the scene that I kind of got was everybody on the plane found out that the deal was coming through. Uh, Michael Porter was the last guy on the plane, apparently. So when it, when he walked on the plane, it was kind of like a, a mini celebration there, a, a mini party <laughs> just – on the plane once he got on. So that was a cool moment. Uh, Malone kind of walked through that and then kind of said how, you know, now it's on him to continue to improve and continue to get better. And, and that kind of goes into what I think was the other storyline today. Michael Porter, to me, seems really ready for this moment. Um, he was impressive talking today. Uh, he's the only guy we spoke with, but he, he, was, he was really impressive, I thought, just – um, in what he said, uh, the confidence he exuded, how he talked about wanting to be a leader more. And I've got to think a lot of that has to do with Nicola not being here, Jabal being out. But like I said earlier, the stage seems like it's set for him to kind of take control of this team, at least, you know, for this week. 
I, I love that, man. What a perfect timing for that as well, you know, with that contract. And I love that story get on the airport That's or on the airplane. That's really cool. Uh, so what else did he have to say? So you talked to him as a scrum, I'm guessing, everybody else? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was everybody. There's not that many people here. Um, it's me, Mike Singer with the Post, Sam Amick, who, co- who covers the league for the Athletic, is here. Uh, then Sam Amick, by the way, goes back with Michael Malone to Sacramento days. I think he was on the Sacramento beat when Michael Malone was there. Yeah. Uh, and then Katie Wingy's here, a b- couple altitude people. So it's not that m- many of us, but um, yeah, you know, Michael Porter, he talked about how he's looking to, you know, be more of a leader this week. Uh, he, he knows that's something that the Nuggets want of him with the contract and just with his standing on the team. And it seems like this contract, you know, it's it's going to motivate him even more, I think, to get better and keep improving. Like, I don't think he's going to get all fat and happy and, and think he's accomplished something. I, I really get the sense that he's still driven from what he had to say today. And he was talking about how, yeah, the Nuggets have dished out all this money to the core. Jokic, Jamal Murray, him, re-signing Aaron Gordon, Will Barton. He had this great quote where he said, they didn't pay us all this money to not win a championship. So um, I really sense that he's motivated entering this season, even though he just secured around 200 million. <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing about uh, MPJ specifically is he's a young guy that has already been faced with his own mortality. Like he is motivated <laughs> in such a it's way. It's a little dark. His basketball mortality. His basketball mortality. Yeah. Like he already has a sense of what it could be like to have basketball taken away from him. So, He's and he's somebody who actually has great reverence for the game, and so he doesn't want to just get paid. Like he wants to leave his mark on the yeah. game itself. So that's it's just like I mean it, it's amazing because like that those are the kind of people you want to root for the guys that like want to be in Denver, want to be excellent at playing basketball, like are worth putting your heart and your soul behind because you know that they are going to meet you with the same type of energy, which is not always the case. Sometimes you get. You know, like J.J. Hickson's, for example, that like don't want to be here, don't care about basketball, plan on uh, committing armed uh, armed robbery later on in life. I don't know if he planned it or not, but <laughs> all the same, like I, I love it. Anything else from MPJ? He looks like he definitely put on some muscle. Um, I, I asked Malone for his kind of first impressions of Porter. You know, one thing with Porter, man, he talks about this all the time. He really feels like he takes a big jump just in his play every summer. Like, he really grinds in the offseason. He really tries to add stuff to his game. And the first difference that Malone said he spotted in Porter now compared to when last season ended was he just looks bigger. And I think with Porter, a lot of that is making sure he can stay healthy for an 82-game regular season. Um, and he's just been grinding, man. I mean, we've spoken about it and I talked to him a little bit about this today, just working out with Steph Curry, all the stuff he worked on this summer, um, before, you know, the extension was even secured. So he looks great. He he looks in great shape. It looks like he put on some muscle. It looks like he's ready to go. Um, so I I don't know what practice looked like today. Apparently it was sloppy. I I would be surprised if, if he was, you know, one of the sloppy ones though. Just quickly, like uh, I'm hearing reports coming out of like the Avs world that a lot of these players are coming back and they got a lot bigger. They got like all put on weight in the off season, and I think they like just all angrily worked out all off season <laughs> because they like the Nuggets. We're sharing the yeah. same theme line, which is unfinished business. Like neither one of the teams finished in a way that was at all satisfying. Like right. The Avs mightily underperformed. They were clear cup favorites, and they just fell apart. The Nuggets, obviously, like they had Jamal taken from them, but like they did not finish at all how they wanted to. I bet a lot of these guys just sort of like, and I'm hoping that that this is the case. They all just like took their frustrations out on the gym, like all right. winter, and they just uh, just like I don't know, or all summer, like it it really sunk in. Like, yo, we were deficient. We were missing something. Like that's not going to happen again. No. Anything else from MPJ? Um, kind of just, just like I was saying, I just get the sense that he's really motivated entering the season. He seems to be in a really good headspace. Um, I'm sure the contract just would help anybody just be a little more comfortable and, and confident and, what, and whatnot. But 
the sense I got from talking with him today is just he's he's really ready to go. Uh, he, he's just totally embracing, you know, being that num- number two guy right next to Nikola Jokic once the season starts. I think he's ready for it. Uh, I think he wants the pressure and he, and he wants the responsibility. And that's the sense I got today. I'm, I'm, it, it was it, it was pretty revealing, I thought, talking with him. This is awesome, man. Were there any other players you talked to, or is that the only player you said? That was it. <laughs> okay. What about Michael Malone? I know, obviously, he was crabby, but what did he? What else did he have to say about the practice? Um, you know, it's just still early. Uh, he kind of, I, I guess, wasn't too surprised that it was sloppy, but the sense I got just talking to people, he, he was, like, not in a good mood the entire practice, so... <laughs> I think it was uh, he was trying to set the tone day one of training camp how uh, everything needs to be cleaned up. I saw Jeff Green had a big dunk during the scrimmage though. Oh, Jeff Green yeah. had a big dunk. Uh, Michael Porter had Definitely a nice finish Michael around Green. the rim that I saw. Yeah, that's awesome. This is something you saw or you saw on social. I saw like two plays of the scrimmage. Those were the two plays. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine if you would have seen the whole scrimmage. Like every play was a highlight. This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what do you predict? Usually he starts happy. Energy, energy was good, whatever. And then day three, he's grouchy. Is this today he was grouchy? Tomorrow, oh, the energy was great today. This is the energy we need. We had great leadership. The defensive focus was phenomenal. Yeah, of course. Tomorrow <laughs> is going to be a total bounce back practice. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there you go. Any other anecdotes or notes that that you feel are worth sharing? San Diego, man, is the mecca <laughs> of NBA training camp. Really? Yeah, the mecca. Nets are there. So the Nets are at University of San Diego. The Clippers are at San Diego State where the Nuggets were a couple years ago, and the Nuggets are at UC San Diego. So San, San Diego is, like I said, the mecca of training camp. Everybody's here. Um, it's it's the place to be, I guess. <laughs> this is Remember, we always like piss and moan about the Nuggets and all. Oh, it's because they don't have a facility or whatever. Some of these teams have facilities. Yeah, They're just like, you know what would be fun? Road trip, San Diego. <laughs> and I know the Utah Jazz, I think they're in uh, Las Vegas, so – Maybe this is just a new thing, and uh, we'll build it into the budget every year. Four, five guys to San Diego every year. Don't you feel this like gym this? in San Diego, though, this gym is massive, man. There's like five courts. Um, it's what? like five times as big as the Nuggets practice facility. What is it? Like, why? Why is it? Why are there four courts? Yes, you see, San Diego even have a basketball team. <laughs> I, I mean, they've got the facility to have one. Like, they bring all the bleachers back, and there's, like, 20 baskets. It's, like, crazy. Okay. I bet it's, like, primarily volleyball. Mm. Seems like big San Diego vibes. Uh, Harrison, very curious how your handsome level is working into the vibes of San Diego just in general. Uh, well, I'm like a Denver eight, so yep. a San Diego <laughs> six and a half. Probably. Oh man! Hey, You're but s- that's like a Fort Collins twelve. Oh. It's off the charts, dude. That's like a Fort Collins uh, like Grecian god, like <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> all right, Harrison. Is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, that's all I got, man. Um, hotel room looks nice. Uh, <laughs> all right, that is all you got. That's really <laughs> okay. Uh, Receptionist was very accommodating. All right, all right. Harrison, live from San Diego. Can't wait. We'll talk tomorrow, okay, buddy? I'm sure we'll talk in like five minutes, but on the show we'll talk tomorrow. Uh, That does it, everybody. Uh, Shouts to Super Producer Ali filling in for Kale today. We will be back tomorrow. Vote will be back in studio with us. Day two, we'll have even more takeaways to discuss both before Harrison hops on and then also after when Harrison hops on to share with us what happens in game two and uh, day two. I can't I wait. I thought this show went pretty well. I saw, uh, the, I, saw the, <laughs> I saw the fear in your eyes when it was just you and I. Also, do we need Kale? Allie, much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people joined the live stream right when you were talking about bloody balls <laughs> and the comment section was wow. very concerned yeah. about what was yeah, happening. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Listen, um, 
I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to read ads. <laughs> well, you've done okay. neither. Yeah. You've done neither. So, yeah, we're just, luck. Just up the fact it. that Adam had to just pick it up and, and end it. End we didn't it. have to. I oh, had no, to. If we wanted to maintain our sponsors, I, we, I had to. Yeah. Uh, everybody, thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget, uh, check out the DNVR bar. We always, one of the things we kind of want to reiterate over the next several weeks we're gonna have like the games on monday come out and watch it with yeah. nuggets play on monday come out and watch it with us we'll be here but also just make this a place you you hang out instead of go to starbucks with your laptop because you want to come here happy hour have a little beer have a burger or something and hang out hey, uh, you know hit people up we'll probably be doing twitter meetups and things like that nuggets twitter meetups um, i will give 100 percent of people that show even the smallest in- interest a high five I mean, I'm here every day. Wow. You want a high five? What a selling point. What a selling point. So, yeah, get on down for that. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you guys tomorrow. All right. We've been telling you all about those Colorado XOs all year long, but they're rebranding. They are now... The American Raptors at Infinity Park. This branding, this one is here to stay. But it's the same deal. That rugby club composed of crossover athletes that ended that first season at 5-5. Five and five. They've got plenty to build off of. And they're really excited to see where this experiment can go. If you're not familiar, the American Raptors are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. These are now rugby players coming from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer track and field these athletes possess all of the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby are you thinking you want to check this out this sounds interesting to you curious to you here's the best thing about hitting up an american raptors game they're free baby free 99 you heard that right free as in zero dollars head over to americanraptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season if you can't make the game AmericanRaptors.com. We'll be streaming all of them from their website, so check it out. And what's more, if you're trying to get into rugby, we know right where to point you. Colton Strickler, our host of the DNVR Rugby Podcast, obviously part of the DNVR Network. He's a great guy, knows what he's doing, no better way to learn about the game of rugby. Get it done, and uh, go see your American Raptors at Infinity Park.